Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 268. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Big Brother 24, The End Game. Movies, including Clerks 3, Pearl, and Vengeance. And as always, the week in sports, the week in Funko and collecting weekly Star Wars moment, and a weekly random movie and song recommendation. Before I go any further, it's the news! F the 49ers. We're going to start it off with sports. Um, bang, bang, Niner gang! Yeah, we just got roughed up uh, by the Santa Clara 49ers. A uh, shout out to Yeah, Steve. you know what? Y'all, y'all uh, took out Trey Lance, who ended his season. The, the Niners' starting quarterback is, is out for the season. But they had uh, they re-signed Jimmy Garoppolo. They were lucky they didn't trade him away. And uh, they might be in a better spot now because <laughs> Trey was just starting his career. And broke his leg? That's what I'm hearing. That's what Steve told me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, you, Niners actually, in a weird way, ended up in a better spot because people were already like, oh, when are they going to pull the plug on Trey Lance? But, uh, see, no uh, good. Yeah, Seahawks did that for him. <laughs> yeah, well, sucks when somebody gets hurt that bad, no matter who it is and, and if you hate him or not. But, oh, man, yeah, just broken bones. That's That's no love. Just, uh, yeah, sucks. This is like in the beginning of the season, too. Man, that's that's yeah, no yeah. I mean, week two, week two, is the beginning. Um, but yeah, my team, uh, just right before we started recording here, I sent you a thing. They were down, uh, nine to six in early in the fourth quarter, and I was like, this is ridiculous. This is your home opener. You just lost last week on the road. You put up good stats, but you fumbled twice on the one. And now you got this Houston team that ended in a tie last week and you're losing to them. I was like, unbelievable. But since I sent you that, uh, we did score a touchdown. Uh, Russell Wilson, 22 yard uh, passing touchdown, which made it uh, 13-9. And then uh, since then, we added another field goal. So we're up 16-9 with a minute to go. We've got the ball. So uh, they'll run out the clock now. So good to get a win, but uh, it wasn't convincing. I'll tell you that. It didn't uh, install any kind of confidence for the season. <laughs> well, last Monday was the battle of ESP, uh, the Zisu That's against right. Nez. And uh, I was victorious by one point. It was that close. Yeah, it was that close, too. Uh, Denver fumbled twice on the one-yard line. They were about to score a touchdown. Two fumbles, two different running backs. And uh, 
I know the Seattle offense didn't put up uh, too much in the second half, but they held on, and a win is a win. That's that's all that matters. The funny thing was, I don't know if you saw your quarterback, Geno Smith, he said, uh, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. But uh, they got roughed up this week, so I guess they're writing them off again. The, the Raiders is over, isn't it? No. No. It's still no, going? it's going right now. I got it on. I got it on the screen. Raiders were rolling, but uh, Cardinals. Arizona's been rallying. Arizona's got a bunch of people out, and they look to be one of the worst teams this year. But uh, yeah, in Vegas, they're uh, rallying. They actually looked like it was just an incomplete, but it looked like uh, it was an, another possible touchdown. It's it's Vegas, twenty three fifteen with eighteen seconds left. Dang. So. Well, in other sports, we got this beat. We got the shit beaten out of us down in Houston. Uh, the Astros took us out eleven to two. Oh. <laughs> we we got slapped up. Um, I'm not sure about the the games before next. We go we go uh, we go back home, and then uh, we play Seattle. But uh, what were the 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 day before? I'm on Yahoo Sports, and I don't know how this works. Um, but, well, we got beat down today. So, got beat down in yeah. baseball. We got beat down in football. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eh, sometimes that's the way it is. Um, the Niners go to the Broncos next Sunday for Sunday night football. So, I'll be tuning in to that. Uh, you guys better win that one. Yeah. I only uh, can tune in basically to uh, Thursday night is on Amazon and then Sunday on Paramount, uh, which is where I'm at right now. It's it's uh, themed locally, though, which is kind of annoying. So it'll always be the Raiders, which is annoying. It was <laughs> before they moved and it is, still is after. Um, but then... We do get uh, the Peacock, the Sunday night football game, too, which who, who's uh, tonight, isn't it? Uh, Bears-Packers? Let's see. Uh, it is. The 1-0 Bears at the 0-1 Packers. But uh, I expect the Packers to bounce back because the Bears had that crazy game against the Niners where it was all the field was like flooded. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll see. But oh man, Raider Nation is going crazy trying to rally for their team. Well, they better man. It's in Vegas, and they got roughed up last week. So uh, I yeah, watched that yeah. was all, that was like the only game I could watch because uh, right, Pierre and Paramount Plus was in, was that night. Peacock yep. is only showing the Bears and Packers <laughs> game later. Yep. So. Or now, oh, whenever. Oh, Kyler scrambling like crazy in zone. Nothing. But is, it, was, is that it? Was that fourth down? Is, is it over? Oh, but there's the a flag on the field. 16 seconds left. What's the score? Just had pressures. Vegas, 23, Arizona, 15. Um, oh, they would over. need the touch and the two-point conversion. But uh, flag on the field. Let's see what we got here. Who's ball? Is Arizona. Like they almost just scored. 
So it looked, yeah, like holding on the defense. So it looks like Arizona's going to get another shot here. Oh, Maybe yep, better. yep, clear holding. <laughs> These uh, Raider Nation, uh, they used to dress up in Oakland. And they still dress up here in their new home in Vegas. They cut to the crowd. I still see Vaders and people with silver and black on their face. And uh, I my friends in a gorilla suit. A buddy of mine's a season ticket holder. He says uh, a lot. There isn't a lot anymore. I mean, uh, it's I a saw lot. A good amount. No, yep, I mean like it before. Is. It's it's a lot of oh. new fan. A lot of new fans. Oh yeah, that, I mean Vegas, Vegas. You know. Yeah, and so that's people, what he was telling um, me. There used to be, obviously, they used to be all for a, a short period of time. When I first started watching football, they were the Los Angeles Raiders. And that's what? A couple-hour drive? Uh, if you were, no uh, you were uh, uh, you know, an L.A. area Raider fan and you always uh, continued to love the Raiders, even when they moved back to Oakland. Uh, 11 seconds on the on the clock now. Second and goal. Actually quite exciting considering. I was like, oh, what a lame game. But, oh, end zone. Oh, broken up. Eight seconds to go. Third down. <laughs> well, they better go for it. You might as well. Don't kick it. <laughs> go for it. No, no, no. If they kick it, it's over. They have to go for it. They have to go, go for, for it. Go for it. Then go for two. What's also actually interesting to see is uh, there's a few um, Cardinals fans in the stadium, Arizona Cardinals, which isn't surprising because that's probably not too far a drive either. Because, you know, Vegas, bottom of the state, not too far from, you know, Arizona. So uh, they cut to one person. He had his face painted like like a bird, like a cardinal. Oh, man. The guy he just threw it to now wasn't even looking. Fourth down, five seconds to go. Ah! Don't call a timeout. I just want to see what happens before we move on. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Perfect. Now you're right on the same page. There we go. Raider Nation. Guy with pace fainted. He had like a mohawk. (laughs) Come on, man. Fourth and goal. Go for it. Don't. Don't. This is, this is it. This is it. Do or die right here. Run it. Run it. You're wide open to go. Oh, oh touchdown. Like Easily. Oh, you're ahead. He got it. Kyler Murray. Oh, I'm, a, I'm in front of you. <laughs> okay. You're ahead. Okay. Um, they need the two point. They need the two point, though. Two points. To just even tie. That's game, yeah. though. It's either two point or game over because it's zero on the clock. So, Josh McDaniel, coach of the uh, Raiders, he's the former uh, Patriots offensive coordinator for years and years and years. There was a period of time, I don't know if you remember, when Team Tim Tebow was in the league and he was on the Broncos. Uh, Josh McDaniels was our coach back then during the Tebow years. And uh, after it didn't work out in Denver, he went back to, to the Patriots. This was right. his first job uh-huh. in like 10 years. No good? Yeah. Well, they stopped <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. It's, uh... Time out. Oh, God. We're, don't don't they know we're recording here? <laughs> yeah, they don't need the timeout. Just go for it. 
Just go. Just do it. Do or die. That was wide open. <laughs> Nobody was around that guy, and he just ran straight in. So Yeah, which is funny. Off to the left. He did that earlier. He did that earlier, too. Right before we started recording, he, he did that to them, too. Come but, on. Uh, yeah, I guess just checking in around the league. Yeah, the Denver score went final 16-9. So now we're one and one on the season. New England won. They're one and one. They won against Pittsburgh. Uh, Miami two and zero. Oh. They won over Baltimore. Baltimore one and one. Uh, the Jets <laughs> won at the last second over the Browns. Uh, Jacksonville blanked uh, the Colts. Tampa Bay's two and zero. Oh. They beat the Saints. The Giants beat the now zero and two Carolina Panthers. Detroit, right, here, they, here they go. Are. Probably in front of you, but here we go. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, uh, what happened? Another, another flag. A flag. Another? What is happening? <laughs> Arizona, what happened? I, I'm not listening, so what happened? Delay a game. Flag. So you Brutal. They there. have to back up. They have to back up. All right, now you just got more room. They just got coaches, more coaches what's going funny, off. <laughs> what's funny is it's either game over or overtime. There's like Good. zeros on the clock. Go to overtime. Come on. I mean, at least effort. Well, I just, just want obviously we both want a uh, a Cardinals win here. You as no longer a Raider fan, and me, they're a division rival. So any Oh, come on. What do you wait? Run it. Ah. Did he get it? Oh, touchdown. He got it. We're going to overtime. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Let's go. All I saw was black, and it just went straight in. (laughs) Yes. Who was it? Uh, Number 18, Green. AJ Green. Yes. All right. Take that, Raider Nation. Now, uh, <laughs> good. I mean, he was like, uh, he just threw. Oh, dude, oh, man, that was a deadly throw. That was close. Yeah, it was. There was just, there was uh, silver and black all over. Oh, oh he just yeah. Threw it straight. Ooh, the that two, guy was uh, got it. The two too. Cardinal fans in the red jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, two Cardinal man. fans. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Sports might go on a little bit longer, everyone. We're gonna we're gonna hang in there for this and see yeah. uh, see what happens. Um, well, into regulation now. We're headed to overtime. Uh, it's all about the uh, flip here, because um, if you score a touchdown, game's over. If you score a field goal, uh, under review, the other team gets gets a chance. Under review oh, now. I'm gonna review it. Make sure it was good. I'm sure it's good, but they weren't uh, sure. So. Yeah, I mean, it looked good, but then he was kind of close. Yeah. I can't. That's a bad view. He's got it. Yeah. Man, look how small Kyler Murray is, the quarterback for the Cardinals. Everybody's towering over him. They wanna, well, the ref was right there. They want to know if he has control of it. Looks like it. He, he got, came up with. He was still holding it. He got it. He got it. I don't think that's yeah, a question. That's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. 
I don't think it's a question. Yeah. It looks like he had it like to his body when he hit. If they somehow said incomplete, the fix is in. <laughs> I mean, that ref was right there, man. He's basically standing right in front of him. I will say there's actually a decent amount of red in the crowd for the Cardinals. Like here and there. It's more Raider fans, but it's actually a bit more uh, Cardinal fans than expected. Well, I mean, they're not too far. Uh, I live in Vegas, man. I mean, who who doesn't love to go to Vegas? I like going there, but not in the summer. F that. It is too hot. (laughs) I don't know this for sure, but I think it actually it might be closer Phoenix to Vegas than it is Vegas to the Bay Area, right? I don't know, dude. It's probably about maybe five five hour drive. Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm just guessing. Yeah. Because I I flew to Vegas, rented a car, and I drove to Arizona. I didn't go all the way to Phoenix, but it took a few hours. Right. I want to say at least three to get to my mom's house. Okay. And okay. I think, well, from there is, it's it might be. Three, four hour? I don't know. know. It might be three, four hours from Phoenix to... uh Uh-oh. I'm not listening. What is... Call stands. We're going to overtime. All right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, there is a decent amount of Cardinals fans in the stands. (laughs) They made the... I mean, there, (laughs) there is a parking lot there, and it's... I didn't really see how big it was because it, from what they were saying when they, when they were building it, they were saying that a lot of the parking was going to be further away, but that parking right there next to the stadium, it was a hundred dollars to park. What? I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, F Whoa. That. Whoa. I think it was like at the Warriors game when they were still in Oakland, I think it was like, 30 or something, and I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I remember paying 30 to go to the A's game. I was like, yeah. 30 bucks? I remember when it was $5. What happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. So, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy with park. Because, yeah, we just went there a uh, year ago. We went to SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, we were like, we got there. We were like right in the front, like basically almost to the front door not the the front well one of the doors where we went in on because we pulled in there and i was like damn there's hell of spots how come nobody's parking and then they said i i was i was ready to hand my card to my buddy i said here dude i'll pay for it and he goes nah man i got it and i went all right so i just put my card back on my wallet and we pulled up i got 100 bucks (laughs) i went 100 bucks i said dude i'll give you i I told i offered i said i'll give you half he's like nah man it's all right but Ah, next time we go, I'm gonna have to shell out that hundred for parking. Yeah. yeah, I'm still waiting for um WrestleMania to be there, so we'll oh, yeah. see. But I know WrestleMania WrestleMania this year is in um quotes Hollywood. That's what they keep saying on the WrestleMania is going Hollywood. You're not even near Hollywood, <laughs> so, right? Yeah, wherever the like uh, it's Carson. The, yeah, wherever the. Chargers and Rams Stadium, the yeah. SoFi or whatever that is, the it's going to be there. The Carson area of L.A. Guess. I don't know. Uh, I just know you fly right over it when you fly into L.A. 
Because the last time I flew down there was when they were still building it. I know I flew over there a couple times. The first time I flew there, it was just a big hole. And the second time right. I flew by, it was there were structures and everything, and now it's built. So uh, I'm going down there the end of next month uh, to see a movie that we will talk about later on. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about it today. All right, here goes kickoff, Raiders. Um... All right, come on. Oh, I say catch it and run it the whole way. So we'll see. That's good um, news. Cardinals first. If they score a touchdown, it's game over. If they score a field goal, though, uh, Raiders get a shot. Did they flip the coin again? We missed it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, it was a good, uh, exciting Last few minutes, and ooh, dude, if that one Raider, I, I couldn't see who it was, who had just hit the ball, that would have been game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that would have been right. it right there. He didn't jump the high enough. But. Quarterback, the Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray, he's so small. And you see him on the field next to everybody else. He's so tiny. All right, just move the ball. Fast. All right, yeah. <laughs> just move the ball, everyone. Yeah. Or, just get it down the field and uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, well, yeah. while we're watching, well, we're going to move roll on and we're going to be watching <laughs> as we go along with any other sports. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, no. We're about a month away from uh, the NBA season. I ended up not picking up the $150 version of NBA 2K. I wanted to, but the only thing that held me back was uh, the whole uh, VPN thing. Most of them seem to charge around twelve ninety nine a month. I was talking to Joel about it, and he said there's like free ones you can like install on your router, but that sounds like a whole process too, of which I'm like, I'm sure you could look it up, but it was, uh, sounds like a hassle. So I was just like, ah, forget it for the season at least. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Before we get into the movies, while we're still waiting, shut the the door. (laughs) Sorry. While we're still, uh, before we get into movies, while we're still waiting for this game to play out, uh, guess I could mention a little uh, Big Brother, and then I definitely want to do at least one more live feed uh, with you this season. we are, as we record this, we're a week away from finale night. Uh, we're down to the final four. It was, the last eviction night was a little more dramatic than it should have been. Brittany, who was aligned with Taylor all season, for some reason kind of spiraled last week, kind of felt neglected by Taylor because Taylor had the new showmance with Monty. Late season showmance, too. That's yep. Rare. Get it in oh, there. Big brother. <laughs> uh, I didn't care the camera's rolling or not. <laughs> right, right. Oh, and Who I was you caught it in the episode, but he hit her with a super cheesy line too. He was like she's like, oh, I'm cold, you know, you mind if I come cuddle up? And he's like he's like, Yeah, come get the heat of the bear. And she yeah, said, What? I did, I saw that. <laughs> he said she said, What? And he said, Who? The heat of the bear. She, she was the one that. Oh man, what happened? False start flag. Anyway, uh, she was the one that. Uh, she was H O H, right? 
Uh, no. It was him? It was Monty. It was him. All right, yeah. yeah. Well, whoever they said, yeah, come sleep with me. And then uh, what's his name was supposed to sleep in there, too, but he didn't show up. He was downstairs. Yeah, Turner. So, Turner. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what was going on. Monty probably told him, hey, man, you know, was, come on, we're getting to the end of the line. Go sleep right. down there. I don't know why he was sleeping out and went and slept in my room. <laughs> the crazy ah, part on. about their the crazy part about their connection is they stayed up all night. And when they actually connected uh, and kissed and everything, it was like 8 a.m. in the morning. They had stayed up all night and then they actually slept till two in the middle of the day till finally uh, you might have seen Alyssa came up and they had to pretend they were like, oh, yeah, where's Turner? Like, and she's like, Turner? And he showed that he was downstairs the whole time. But you yeah. just went to his bed. Why do you go sleep in the the bright ass light? <laughs> I don't know what he was laying on, but right. yeah, oh, exactly. But, but yeah, Monty uh, slid in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It rare too. Like I said, this I can't remember the last time they had like a late season showmance out of nowhere. And it was also interesting for Taylor is it becomes so, uh, a little bit of a love triangle. She had a little bit of a thing with Joseph, nothing serious. There wasn't even a kiss or anything like that, but uh, they had a closeness and they thought they might connect on the outside, but now uh, Monty slid in there and we'll see what happens now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might as well, man. (laughs) It's either just do or die. Right, exactly. Like the Cardinals are doing right now. Do or die. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we hope so. We hope so. Little shovel pass. They almost almost got the first, but they got got taken down. It's fourth and one. Go for it. Don't be be scared. Yeah, it's overtime. It's do or die. Yeah. Don't be, you got to go for it no matter what. Right. While we're waiting, bring out the kicker. Don't bring out the kickers. Uh, here we go, everyone. Um, I think I'm ahead of you, but um, no, it's fine. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, what happened now? Probably timeout. Yeah, timeout is called. Timeout is called. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah Monty, so like get saying, it, man. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> she was, she was, it was, she was they, right before they showed him kissing. She was uh, talking about, oh yeah, he, he's tall and. He's built and he's black and and then when they're walking up the <laughs> stairs, she was like, "I never noticed his thighs." And he was like, "Yeah, whatever." He knew what he was doing. That's why he was walking in front of her, flexing him. <laughs> but she did say she goes, "Yeah, it's been a long time." And basically, she was saying she was horny, but um, yeah, I don't I don't think Queen's it got that far. Get, Queen's coming to get what's what's hers. <laughs> They didn't, they didn't go that far. They just kind of kissed and then went to sleep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that I'll was it. it but, uh, the, uh, like I said, Brittany, though, was feeling a little neglected. Thought Taylor turned against her. Taylor did not. The truth of the matter was. Oh, whoa, damn. What do we got? What do Where, we got? Where's the flags? Oh, uh, no. Incomplete. Yeah. That would have been huge. That would have been huge. Oh, Oh, man. you should have had it. He should have had it. Incomplete pass. So Kyler Murley goes down. The, oh, you know, he didn't have like full. 
AJ Brown bat. He got hit in the back and the ball came dislodged. You got to know that hits coming though. You got to secure that. Oh man. Yeah, that he didn't, been... The ball was still in front of him. He didn't really like hold it in. And then he got hit. Boom. Well, you need you an interception these, now. Uh, you see all these security people like, they're facing the crowd. That's their job. I get it. I'd find it so hard not to be like, oh, what's happening with the game? Like, <laughs> I'd be scared of getting hit. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Guys that got, they got hit because they were, they're looking the other direction. But they're watching the crowd. All right, you guys, yeah. get the ball back. Get the ball. Oh, good. Get the ball back. That's all you need to do. Come on. Incomplete. Car, Incomplete. Car's a little buster. I don't know how you guys can Honestly, be a fan of his. He. He disrespected the town. I can't believe they're still was, rolling with him, honestly. He was talking like, shit, and you guys still support him? You guys are not real Ra- Oakland Raiders fans. <laughs> Be a Vegas and L.A. fan. I don't care what you guys think. Right. Uh, this lady, she's like, ah, oh, she's praying. <laughs> she is. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't, I can, I can still give it to the, to the, the, the Raider Nation, man. These, these guys are, like, super, super duper, oh, like, sure. down for their team. I mean, I'm down for Oakland. That's that's what I'm down for. Right. The A's right. leave. If the A's leave me, then they they leave me. But uh, they won't. No, nah, I, I can't support. I can't support the Raiders anymore. They they did it to me twice. Uh, shout out right. to my boy Tony. He said the same thing. He was like, "Man," he goes, "I gave up." <laughs> he goes, <laughs> "The same thing." He goes, "They did it to me twice." He went to L.A. when they were down there. I see. I didn't. I said, "Hell no." Yeah, when I became aware of football, like I said, the Raiders were already in L.A. And the Niners, they were the team of the Bay Area. They were winning Super Bowls. All my friends, all my family were Niners fans. And I remember them telling me, like, you don't have to jump on the the bandwagon. You can find a, a, you know, pick a team of your own, pick a team of your own. And that's how I ended up with the uh, Denver Broncos. It wasn't like I went to Denver. I don't have Denver ties or anything like that. It's just a choice I made as a, as a kid, Elway and Atwater, the early nineties Broncos. <laughs> oh, I'm going to time out again. All right. All right. Yeah, really quick, quick little problem. plug, quick little sure. plug. I just opened my ice cold uh, rockstar energy drink, the um, <laughs> sugar free one. So, Rockstar, if you guys are listening, sponsor us. Um, I'll drink one every show. I pretty much do anyway. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I can mention drink-wise, too, is uh, you might have noticed in the past my go-to was Gold Peak Sweet Tea. And I still really do like it. But I, I can't drink it no more. Cut, I, had to cut it, I, had to cut, I had to pretty much cut it off because uh, it got to the point where if I didn't have it, basically, for even like – six hours or something like i get a like a huge headache so it was obviously the amount of probably the combo of caffeine and sugar that i was intaking i'm guessing more it was a caffeine headache but uh yeah it was just a massive amount i was intaking i was drinking it like water so uh, is- i still do enjoy it but i try to just water it uh, down sip here and there yeah <laughs> this probably this probably was making my gut all Messed up. Oh, come on. Oh, fumble. Did they get it back? Oh, no, Raiders got it. Did they? Uh, Did they? Yeah, they fumbled. I don't know. 
The Cardinals touched know. it, but it looked like the Raiders. Pile. I don't know who that they was. They got a it pile. It looked like uh, they got it back. <laughs> they're uh, still piled. They're still trying to get everyone up. They're still piled. There could be a fight for it down there. Whoever comes out with it. It looks like the Raider guys got it. Yeah, he come up, come up with it. But I don't know. They're arguing. Ah, oh, ah, Raiders. They were arguing for yeah. a second. Yeah. Because look, when he drops it, boom, it rolls forward. One of the Cardinals oh. guys, like, he touched it, but the 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 dude jumped right on top of it. Oh yeah, eighty-seven for the Raiders. Moreau. Boom. That guy right there. He yeah. He dove. He was right on top of it. He had it. <laughs> the guy that fumbled. I have him in fantasy. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Hope that didn't cost me a point. I don't think it does. They didn't lose. He didn't lose the fumble. He fumbled, but they didn't lose possession. So getting their kick. Oh already. man, they're right there. I suppose according to the TV, they only need a few more yards for their field goal range. And considering Arizona's already had possession, a field goal can win it now at this point. It's just the rule of. Each team has got to have possession in overtime if it's a field goal thing. If it's touchdown. <laughs> oh, man. That was close. Almost Another interception. almost interception. He oh, was diving man. for it. The Raider was just standing there, and he was like, oh, a little frustrated. <laughs> Nothing you could do. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah they look. Uh oh! Right, just bounced out of his hands. Oh, that was so close! <laughs> yeah, could have had that for real. Wow! All right, come on. That was way closer than I, than I thought on the first uh, first viewing. What do we got? Second and ten, but they only need a few ah, more yards. Get, him, get him! Get him! Field goal ring. Fumble! Fumble! Oh! Go! 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 Yeah! yeah! Touchdown! Arizona! <laughs> oh my God! I love it. Touchdown! I love uh, it in Vegas. Um, in I your love face. it. Yeah, Take we that, lost Raider to the fourth quarter when Raiders go down. <laughs> I'm so oh. glad we we were covering it. Oh my Woo. God! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and two division. <laughs> we yes. rarely do this. Oh, same dude, too. Boom, dropped the ball. Oh, oh, Renfro. I have him in fantasy. Damn it. <laughs> oh, nobody had possession and nobody touched it, or few people touched it, but it was still. It's still alive. Yeah, that's the image. Right? Bumped him number nine. Bang. Ah. Oh. Nice. He picked hit. it up. Oh, the whole yeah. team. Ah! Running along with him. Oh, that's awesome shot. That's an awesome <laughs> yeah. shot. I think you're behind. He doesn't throw it too early, does he? Uh-huh. <gasps> he threw oh, it kind yeah. of early. It's all right. The game's over. Oh, under review. Yeah. Oh, come on. We need. Yeah, this. This is okay. The players are acting like it's over. So. <laughs> It's under review. Oh, it's funny. The coach for the Cardinals, he's hyped because uh, he's on the hot seat from what I've heard on, on podcast, sports podcast. I've heard uh, this coach of the Cardinals, uh, if they would have lost this, he would have been that much closer to uh, getting fired. So 
Are they going to say that guy the, went down before? Call on the field, Las Vegas. He didn't know. He, the ball dropped before he even hit. Yeah, it's clearly out. Renfro's not down. It's clearly a fumble. I don't think there's any question here. The only thing I would have question is as he entered the end zone, did he throw it too fast? I hope not. Because if he did, then that's a touchback. There was no whistle. Well, I'm not listening. <laughs> but I well, assume there was no whistles. Yeah, this Murphy Jr. for the Cardinals takes it back for the touch. But does he throw it too fast? I hate that no. guys do that and you make it a question. You got to cross the – he was way too close that he threw it, it like away. his foot was down before he threw it. You idiot. I don't know. I hate when they do that. Just I hate when they do that. Cause you, you you need the touch first. Oh, uh, he's looking Wait to like throw it away. He even said, "I put my foot down." It looks like he did, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that would they, be they, if they the called game. that a touchback. The uh, Raiders would get the ball back. <laughs> we shall see. We might have uh, jumped the gun. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's why you don't do those touchdown. Game is over. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ooh, yes. man. Good that guy's like, ooh, I almost blew it. Yeah, <laughs> man. Come on. Any of you NFL guys listening, real players, professionals, uh, don't take it from us, but I'm going to tell you hold that ball when <laughs> you cross. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, good for you guys. All right, everyone. All right, ESP, that was probably the longest sports ever. Uh, We're like 37, 38 38 minutes in. Um, Uh, Let me put a capper on uh, Big Brother, and then we'll talk more on the live feed. So what happened, like I said, Brittany did turn against uh, Taylor shockingly, but somehow uh, Monty is super close with Turner. Turner did want to vote out Taylor, but he didn't do it for Monty. So when it came down to live eviction, it's actually quite dramatic. Brittany actually voted to keep Alyssa. Turner then voted to get rid of Alyssa. One, one tie. Monty then had to stand up and break the tie, voting out Alyssa, thankfully, which led to Taylor still being in the game. She won uh, head of household uh, against Brittany. It was a tiebreaker question. So, um, The final four are all leftovers. Love to see that. And um, Turner and Brittany went up on the block. uh, But it was all about who won the veto because whoever wins the veto is the sole vote to evict this week in uh, the final eviction before uh, finale night. So right now, Monty won the veto. He secures his spot in the final three alongside Taylor. And now all that's left is for him Monty to cast the sole vote to evict, uh, which will 99% be Brittany that he'll be evicting. Um, There's a few days left for Brittany to still campaign. She knows at this point that it's over and um, it's, it's over, (laughs) but uh, I don't think, uh, you know, they still got till Thursday. It's Sunday. Now Uh, I'm sure both Brittany and Taylor uh, are going to uh, campaign to try to get him to evict Turner instead. But I highly doubt it. So our final three will be Monty, Taylor, and Turner. 
Uh, they do a three-part head of household competition for the final competition of the, of the year, where part one is usually endurance, part two is physical slash memory, and then part three is questions. Uh, Taylor won the wall endurance competition earlier in the season, so I'm hoping that means she can win part one, which will send her immediately to part three. Then it will be up to uh, Turner and Monty to fight in part two, and whoever goes there faces Taylor uh, there. And then whoever wins final head of household chooses who they want to sit against in the final two and have the jury vote on finale night. So we're in the end game, like I said, we're a week away from finale night. So pretty exciting. Uh, TV, I didn't really watch anything, but, um, uh, She-Hulk and yep. eh, it's, it's funny. I like what's happening. Uh, I just wish the shows were longer. Oh. That's my, that's my only issue. Um, I'm glad it's a longer season though. Nine episodes instead of six. So that's, good. come on. I mean, just spoiler alert. If you guys didn't see the new one, uh, uh, Daredevil better pop up in the next one. They teased us. Oh yeah, it's time. <laughs> With it, it's so time. hopefully. Got um, the teaser. It's time. When is the actual Daredevil show hitting? Not the <laughs> Netflix one Not. that's on Disney Plus now. The the the, the new episode, the, the latest adventures. The new, the new Disney Plus Daredevil Born Again won't hit Disney Plus until 2024. So they're not going to even oh. start filming till next year. So we still got some time for that, but uh, he's appearing here, so that's good. You only gave us a second yeah. of him in Spider-Man last year, and now we got, I don't know, hopefully he's in his next few episodes. But what's he going to do, come to L.A. and pick up his um, outfit? I don't. I never liked the, the yellow-looking gold Daredevil. Just give me the how he looks now. He looks badass in the red. Uh, he'll be back in that for the show. He'll be back in that oh. for the show. I think this is actually the perfect way to do it. You give people the yellow here, but then when his show comes, you got him back in the red. You know. Okay, then go back to the guy that made his first one. The dude in New right. York. So I don't know. I need to rewatch all that uh, Daredevil um, stuff. But, yeah. Um, it's on Disney Plus uh, Red- too. So. Yeah, Reservation Dogs, awesome episode. That one was funny. Uh, Kenny Boy and uh, Big getting in their little uh, drug haze, LSD. <laughs> that, that was funny. Kenny Boy is awesome. I can't remember the name of the um, the actor, but uh, he, he's a comedian. A lot of comedians on this show. But uh, him always speaking Navajo is the best, and it just uh, make <laughs> it just makes me laugh. But an awesome, awesome show. Oh, shout out to uh, Russ from the Okie Podcast. Uh, Oak, Russ uh, from the Oki Podcast. They had a screening out in uh, Oklahoma in Tulsa of uh, Prey. Uh, they got to see it uh, on the big screen. I was like, oh, man. I told him. I said, you should have told me. I would have flew out there. Um, yeah, I could watch it on my phone or my TV, but to see that awesome Blast Predator film on the screen would have been awesome. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, it'll get um, uh, run. I mean, even if they show it one night in the Bay Area and San Francisco, I'll, I'll go down there and see that. But um, nothing else new wise that I've been watching on TV. Um, there is a a cool little uh, YouTube 
uh, show that I watch. It's just little quick uh, episodes of um, what is it? Rock and roll true. Yeah, rock and roll true stories. Go to uh, that page if you just like listening to um, uh, these. Gets uh, two guys and a young woman every now and then. But uh, yeah, it's called Rock and Roll True Stories. They just talk talk about. Uh, stuff that happened throughout rock and roll history. Uh, I've been listening to it a lot. They've been going for a few years. Uh, just a lot of little quick little stories on on what happens. I think one of the last ones that I had listened to was um the uh, it was about uh, Pearl Jam. Uh, well, it wasn't about them. It was about uh, if you guys remember that uh, video, uh, Jeremy that came out uh, back on the first album. Uh, this one, this episode is titled Pearl Jam. Uh, tragic story of the kid who played Jeremy, the 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 young actor that played him. I guess uh, that video. It, I remember it aired, but they didn't want to show it a lot. Uh, I mean, I know MTV played the hell out of it, but there was real controversial on uh, what was being shown about a kid just basically being bullied, and then he took his own life uh, in front of his class. This is this is in the video. And I know there was a lot of stuff that they, they didn't want to show that uh, on TV and everything because of the school shootings and everything. I mean, today, I'm, I'm sure um, I think the last song that I remember when they were talking about school shootings was um, that one uh, band P.O.D. I think it was called um, Youth of the Nation. And that was, it was I think it was after that. Uh, one incident that happened down in California, Southern California, where a student went in there and shot up the school. Um, but yeah, Rock and Roll True Stories. It's a cool little channel. I mean, definitely check it out. The videos are 10 to 20 minutes long, depending, sometimes even like three or four minutes. But uh, it's a lot of I list, There's so many episodes on there. You can just start from the beginning. That's how I usually get go through my work day. Um, I just listen to it because the images they're showing is just pictures of the band or, or whatever that's going on. So, but uh, that's a cool little show. I, I come across some um, cool little YouTube channels, um, and I want to give them some love because they always entertain me just about every day. I even go back and listen to the old stuff. Um, but they they try to put out uh, new episodes each week, so definitely check out uh, Rock and Roll True Stories on YouTube. And as far as TV, I don't really got anything else. Um, Still trying to get through yeah. all my old shows, so nothing, nothing new. Unless you got some new stuff. Uh, just a couple to quick hit. Uh, I've been keeping up with Welcome to Wrexham. Uh, really enjoying that. I've mentioned that a few times now. The Rob McElhenney and uh, Ryan Reynolds bought a English football team, soccer team, to some. Uh, really interesting. I've been keeping up with that. FX and Hulu. Uh, and this other show. Uh, I didn't get as deep enough into it to, I, I think, warrant me mentioning the beginning. But did you hear about the Disney Plus show, uh, Tierra Incognita? I've heard of it, but I didn't check it out. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. It's interesting. Uh, originally filmed um, in another language. I'm not sure exactly um, if it was Spanish or Portuguese or what. It uh, appears to be set uh, in South America, but... Uh, they do a dub over it, which I know you don't like, but uh, for me, just checking it out, I was just like, uh, I'm just going to leave it on. I'm sure it's got original language option on there, but it's described as uh, after his parents mysteriously disappeared eight years ago, young 
Eric embarks on a search for the truth and enters a frightening world. He decides to leave his hometown and return to the place of his childhood where he wants to look for answers at Tierra Incognita Horror Amusement Park since this is where his parents were last seen. Together with his friends, his sister and his aunt, he has to come overcome his fears in order to solve riddles. So uh, it looks like it's like more obviously it's not your kind of horror. It's like that more kind of fun teenage like horror, you know, early teen uh, scares, you know, uh, like, I guess uh, goosebumps kind of vibe almost, you know? Yeah. Um, what was this one called again? Is it like a series or is it? It's or a series. It... Yeah. Okay. Tierra Incognita. It is eight episodes, and it looks like they're going to do a second season already of it. So, yeah, pretty interesting. All right. You might want to check it out. <clears throat> I probably will. I mean, there's some new TV coming out. Uh, well, next month, so you'll probably hear about those next month when they come out. A lot of new uh, little horror things coming for October, but... Uh, speaking of that, I did a quick little um, uh, Nez check-in uh, on uh, Anchor, so go over and listen to that. I uh, didn't really get into much uh, of what, just kind of letting you guys know that the 31 Days of Horror is coming. So to get ready for that, but um, we're going to roll into movies. This is a new film yeah. that just came out this week, and this is uh, the latest of the View a skewerverse from uh, Kevin Smith, and I got out to see uh, Clerks Three. Uh, I saw it Tuesday night. Um, I assume that's when it opened. Um, I know. I think it. Yeah, it it, it played after Tuesday was the, the first night, and then it just played pretty much uh, every night until the weekend. Um, but I believe this was the opening night or whatever. I thought it was like a, a fan thing. I, I think it was because I'm not sure if they show uh, the extra stuff that they showed because in the beginning um, I made it there just in time. Uh, Kevin Smith did an introduction talking about, all right, here's Clerks 3. Thank you for being here and da 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 and then the movie went in. And at the end of the movie there was a, like a 20 minute uh, featurette on the making of Clerks 3. So that, that was really cool. Uh, they filmed it all in uh, Jersey uh, at the at the Quick Stop, which is a real store. So if you're in that area, you probably already know. Um, I've never made it there yet. I've been to the stash a few times, um, but I don't have a car. So now I think next time I go, I want to rent a car and I want to go down there. And uh, other than hit the, the new stash, uh, as well as um, TSD store, the TSD town store. I want to hit that. Um, I think that's in Newark. And I want to go to uh, to the Quick Stop to see. Uh, it's an actual mini mart that is run and, and owned. They, they, they showed the director. Uh, the Quick Stop is what it's called. They, they showed uh, the guy that owned it. And uh, I guess uh, the son is running it. It's Kevin. He used to work there, so he became really good friends with them. That's why they were able to film uh, the first film there. They also did film like the beginning um, of the second film. If you guys saw Clerks 2, because that whole film took place in uh, movies. 
um, at the wannabe McDonald's. But uh, this one, uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith, uh, Dante, Elias, and Jay and Silent Bob are enlisted by Randall after a heart attack to make a movie about the convenience store that started it all. Um, this movie, it started out kind of like other than just having all his friends in it and everybody we've seen before. It was kind of like, eh, really? What's going on? But uh, this is on the trailer. Randall, uh, Randall Graves, he uh, he had a little he had a heart attack because they were kind of him and Dante were arguing at the store. Uh, if you guys uh, did see the second one um, at the end of that one. They uh, put their money together as well as Jan, Silent Bob helped them opened up uh, the, the the mini. They bought the mini mart because at the beginning of the second film it burned down, um, so they they bought it. They fixed it back up and they opened it up again. So the Dante and Randall own it, and I'm sure they paid back uh, Jay and Silent Bob their their what they put in. So. Uh, so they're working there and they're just doing what they're doing. And Randall is kind of just being Randall. And then he's, he's arguing with Dante and then Randall just kind of just gets into it. And then he falls down. He has a heart attack again. This is all in the trailer. So when Randall comes to in the hospital, he, Oh, excuse me. He's like, you know what? I need to do something with, with my life other than just what he's doing. So he decides to make a film. This is basically loose a loose story of, uh, well, oh, this whole series of Clerks is based off of uh, what Kevin Smith, uh, mainly the Clerks one. I'm not sure about movies, but he was working at that same store at the Quick Stop, and then he, um, he is portrayed his care. He Kevin Smith is actually Dante Hicks, and Randall is Brian Johnson for, from uh, Tell Him Steve Dave. You guys, he's uh, he's also in this film. He's been uh, he wasn't in Clerks because I think Brian, uh, I think he was going through some issues. So he wasn't in that first film, but he kind of appeared in just about all the other ones afterwards uh, dealing with uh, the Jay and Silent Bob universe. But anyway, um, so Randall's like, you know what, I'm going to make this make a movie about us. And this this is I mean, it, it got cool once after the heart attack is, is when it went forward. So they were basically filming the first movie, Clerks. They were filming that. So because he was like, you know what? I just want to film what uh, what we've been through. And we've already seen what they went through in the first film. So they're they're filming it and they, they decide to shoot it all in black and white. And what they're showing is the actual footage from the first film. So it, it was cool that they did this. The other the, I, but to me, I think the coolest thing in this film uh, other than I, I did, oh, I did shed some tears because there was some stuff that was said in this, and and then it reminded me of, it reminded me of my brother Darren, on just stuff we did in our life and everything. So it it, it hit me on it hit me on a on a, a spot. Um. So, but I. I was shedding tears uh, in this film uh, for my personal experiences of what, what I've been through uh, with my brother. So, but it was, it was cool. I loved that. But the other cool thing, the main cool thing is a lot of people that was in the original clerks film came back to be in this one. 
Uh, other than uh, Walter Flanagan, we have, we've all seen him. We've seen him in Mallrats, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, as well as the the reboot. Um, and he came back in this one, as well as Brian Johnson. But Randall or uh, um, Walt, he popped into this. Even people that were only in it for like a second, they all came back. Yeah, they're much older because I think Clerks came out in 94. You guys do the math on how many years that was. But they all came back. Everyone that was on pretty much everybody that was in the first film, even if they just stood there, didn't even have any lines. They came back to reprise their role in this. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but in the end, uh, it was hour and 55 minutes. Um, it, I thought it was a good movie. I really loved it other than it just uh, for the nostalgic thing and everything and what was going on. Um, and the, yeah, the Randall having a heart attack that was based off of Kevin Smith's his, his he did have a heart attack uh, a few years ago and that turned his life around to get him back into better shape. And that was another thing that hit me. I was like, man, that hit me right there. Like, man, I need to get myself into shape. I, I need to get go inwards instead of outwards. So uh, I I don't like every Kevin Smith movie. I didn't care for Jersey Girl. I didn't like cop cop out. Uh, yoga hosers, I, I I didn't really like. Tusk was eh, kind of sorta, but I am a Kevin Smith fan. I mean, if you ever get a chance to go to any of his uh, his live podcast shows, go because it's basically just a, a comedy routine that's hella funny. Or if you get to go to any of his pa- at panels at the conventions that he he attends, definitely go to those because they're, they're always awesome. You laugh the whole time. So I mean, I've seen every Kevin Smith movie that he he has done. And I really, really loved this one. It, it was it was good. I like I assume this is just um, this wraps up the, the clerks saga. Uh, will we get more Jay and Silent Bob? I hope so. But I don't know. But it, it was it was a good way to end the series uh, with the clerks in the clerks universe, uh, Randall and, uh, and Dante. Um, but I really loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. I, I, I didn't believe I didn't I knew I was going to like it. But I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I do. Um, I did love the the reboot. I know a lot of people didn't like Jane Silent Bob reboot. I thought that movie was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make my list last year, but it, it was still an awesome film. But this one, Clerks 3, if you've already seen all his other films, you've probably already seen this uh, already by, uh, by the time you hear this. But I, I definitely want to see this movie again. And I will own this one. I own all the other ones. Um I want to know maybe yoga hosers, maybe the Jersey girl or whatever. I don't know. Depends if they're cheap or not. I got, but again, I am a completist. So most likely I will have those. Will I ever watch them? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, out of the, out of the three clerks films, the first one is always my favorite one. And I did love clerks too. And uh, I love this one. So I'm going to go in that order on, uh, if you ask me which one's my favorite, if I was to put them in order, one, two, and three. Uh, it's good to see Jay and Silent Bob again. Uh, I know Bob was big in the earlier years, and now he's all slim and trim. Um, but um, oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus sent me a meme. It says, when you start to celebrate, when you start celebrating your bet cash to cashing early, and it's uh. I assume these are Raider fans. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the Cardinals are seven and the Raiders are 23. 
uh, sorry, you guys lost. <laughs> but but <laughs> Clerks Three, definitely go see it. If you if you've seen all the other Kevin Smith movies, I'm sure you guys will go see this one. But uh, if I gotta say what his worst, I'm gonna say Yoga Hosers. I uh, I did not like that movie at all. I mean, nothing nothing against about anyone that did it. I just. I, I just didn't. I didn't really care for it. Um, my favorite, all-time favorite film of Kevin Smith was Mallrats because that was the first film that I'd seen. I didn't know that was. Uh, uh, I didn't. I'm, I heard of Clerks, but I didn't ever seen it. Uh, someone brought Mallrats to work, and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh man, that was hella funny." And then someone goes, "Hey, man, you should watch Clerks." And I went, "Okay." So that's when I went back to watch uh, that one, and then after everything else, I just started seeing all his movies as they. They uh, started to come out. Mallrats being my favorite one, but I think Kevin Smith's, uh, other than all the little little raunchy comedies that he makes in in his Jay and Silent Bob universe, Red State. If you guys haven't seen that film, that movie was awesome. It was. He says it was a horror movie, but you know me. If he wants to call it a horror movie, okay. I didn't think it was. Yes, it's horrific, but not, let's just say it's not a traditional horror movie. Uh, but it is an amazing film. If you guys haven't seen Red State, uh, definitely check that one out. That movie was hella good. But yeah, Clerks 3 in theaters right now. Definitely go see it. I'm going to go see it again uh, on the big screen. And uh, shout out to King Diamond because he had a big presence <laughs> in this film. Speaking of King Diamond, we're going to go see him next month with Merciful Fate. Uh, down in Sacramento. I know I mentioned it last week. So if you guys are there, but definitely uh, look for me there. I'll have a East Society shirt on, either that or a MacNez one. Out and look for me at uh, Aftershock in Sacramento. I'll be there Thursday and Friday. Those are the only two days I think that the best bands are playing. So, but yeah, Clerks 3 in theaters now. Go check it out. What do you got? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to throw in that uh, during the late 90s, early 2000s, I was definitely definitely all into on uh, everything Kevin Smith and that whole view askew universe. Um, when saw most of the films and theaters, uh, the big one being, um, right. Uh, shortly after uh, meeting breeze, um, we won tickets off the radio to the dogma premiere, uh, back when, uh, the Riverside was brand new. And um, it was pretty cool, full theater. Uh, it was cool to see it with kind of a, a rowdy crowd, a full theater. So that was fun. But even after that, like, uh, I was all in. Like, they did uh, the animation where it was, like, it was supposed to be for, like, release somewhere. And then it didn't go anywhere, so they released it on DVD. Uh, do you have those? Which one? Like Clark's Animation. Oh, the uh, animated series? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, back in that era, yeah, like, I was just, like, all, all in. Um, as the years have gone by, like, I've definitely missed probably more and more of uh, his drops and whatnot. So, uh, one day here, I'll, I'll catch up. But, yeah, you know, I used to be a huge, huge fan, and I it's not like I'm not now, but like I said, I just kind of fell off a little bit, but, 
Yeah. Did you see Tusk? I didn't. I heard they're making another one. Well, watch the first one. I mean, I liked it up to the point where they showed it. And then I was kind of like, oh, really? I mean, nothing against uh, the, the guys that, that created the, the walrus. I just kind of, it, it kind of took me out of it. Um, but, oh, really quick, I didn't run through the cast. Uh, of course, Kevin Smith, um, Jason Mewes. Uh, Jeff Anderson as Randall, Brian O'Halloran as Dante, and uh, Trevor Ferriman, I think that's his name. He plays Elias. Elias was introduced in uh, Clerks 2, so I was glad glad that he came back. Uh, And there was tons of cameo. Of course, the the great Ben Affleck had to pop up in this. Um, Rosario Dawson, she came back uh, as Becky. Uh, She played... Um, and of course his wife, she had to, she had to jump in there, but she is in Dante's life. So she, uh, Kevin Smith's wife, Emma, she came back or her name is Jennifer Schleimbach, Smith. I think that's her name. Uh, she played Emma in the second one. She came back. Um, what's her name from, uh, Mandalorian, Amy Sedris, Sed Sedaris or whatever her name is. She's the one that uh, has little pit droids and she's building everything on Tatooine. Uh, she came up. She, I loved her in uh, Strangers with Candy. Uh, she came. She popped up in this. She was awesome. She was even, uh, they were talking about Star Wars stuff to her, but she had no idea. So that, that was funny. And a bunch, a bunch of other cameos in this. But those are pretty much all the main people uh, that were in it. But yeah, again, Clerks 3, go check it out. What did you have? I, I, I know you said it, but I don't remember. Just last little note on the whole clerks thing. Um, I didn't dislike two, but I didn't like two as much as the original. Though I do remember when it came out, like Breeze, like loved it. Like she was like all into it, and I was like, I was actually surprised how much she loved it, like way more than me. I thought it was all right, but uh, I didn't love it. Oh man, that one was hell funny, especially the donkey part. Uh, kinky and the the sexy stud <laughs> or whatever at the end when they had Dante's uh, bachelor party. <laughs> Dude, that whole movie was funny. I loved it too. Okay. There you go. Do I have it on Blu-ray? Oh, I don't even know if I have it. I, I know I have it on DVD, but I'm going to have to get my Blu-ray collection back up. But yeah. what movie do you have? I don't. I don't, but I have every film of his before that. I was like uh, definitely in a collecting mode then. And maybe someday I'll uh, complete the collection. But anyways, yeah, finally to move on. uh, The movie I had was uh, Vengeance, uh, which was written, directed by BJ Novak. Most people know him as uh, Ryan the Temp from The Office. Uh, Vengeance here also stars uh, Boyd Holbrook. Issa Rae, Ashton Kutcher, uh, Jay Smith as Cameron from uh, my my one show that I love, uh, Succession, and uh, Dove Cameron. This is described as, oh, and um, in the very beginning, John Mayer's in it, basically playing himself. <laughs> uh a writer from New York City attempts to solve the murder of a girl he hooked up with and travels south 
to investigate the circumstances of her death and discover what happened to her. So yeah, basically, um, BJ Novak, he's a media type writer, podcaster from New York, kind of that New York state of mind. And it has that, the, the film does have that vibe to it of like, you know, the New York intellectual and like, uh, you know, typically how, uh, uh, people from Texas are thought of that's kind of brought into question here and whatnot, but, uh, it, it is actually a pretty interesting film because basically it's called vengeance because, um, uh, Boyd, uh, Boyd Holbrook, uh, he plays, uh, like the girl's brother and basically contacts him and is like, yeah, like, uh, this girl you knew, she died. Like you, she, she was so important to you. Like you need to be at the funeral. You need to come down here. And he's like, Oh, I'll just send flowers. And he's like, no, you need to come. And then when he gets there, he's like, he's like, we're going to, we're going to figure this out. Like we're going to avenge her death. We're going to, we're going to get the people that did this. So it basically turns into a story for him as this writer. And he's going to make it like a podcast, like a true crime podcast. So uh, that's kind of where it goes from there. I thought it was pretty good. It was solid. I'm seeing of which it's funny because I always say like, don't believe what you see on these IMDb user reviews, but, uh, I'm seeing eight, eight, nine, seven, seven. I would say out of uh, 10, I would give it a solid seven. Uh, I don't know. It, it was a film that came out this year. I don't know if it would make my end of year top 10 list it might uh be like an honorable mention because i thought it was good it was solid but it didn't like blow me away i didn't like love it love it love it but it was good it was solid great performances i do recommend it but like i said it, it's uh i think i i feel like i'm it, i'm tough kind of for the most part on film so i'm i might be t being uh, tougher on this film than i should because i did really like it and i thought the performances were great but uh like i said i do i do recommend checking him out it was really good especially if you like uh bj novak and his ryan character from from the office what is this on again uh it was in theaters but now it's on peacock all right. <clears throat> I don't know who this guy is at all. You don't know Ryan I know, I, the temp. I know the I know the face, but I don't I don't know him. <laughs> he was also uh in Inglorious Bastards. I remember him from that. I PFC don't even remember that. Listen. I saw it once. The, um, you remember the scene when um uh, Spoiler alert for Inglorious Bastards, but when Brad Smith uh, carves the the Nazi symbol in that dude's head, so he can't get away with like what he did, and um, the guy next to Brad Pitt's like it's a masterpiece. That was B.J. Novak. I don't even remember that. I just remember uh, Leo with the flamethrower. Uh, no, that was <laughs> Hollywood. Um, uh, you don't remember some, Inglorious Bastards, it sounds like. <laughs> no, I don't. I remember uh, Eli Roth beating that one up with a bat. <laughs> okay, there you go. And 
bear. Yeah, I need to he watch that one. Yeah. I don't even remember yeah. that movie at all. Okay, um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, I know I there was a flamethrower at the end. No, like was it a flamethrower, or, or did they just gun up all those Nazis at the end? They were. They did in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they were up on the balcony, just letting them all have it. Right. Right. Oh, once upon a time in Hollywood was when he when Leo was up there with a the flamethrower. All right, I'm getting those movies mixed up. Yeah, but. mixed up. But yeah, Boyd Holbrook. He's also in this. He was a uh, Pierce in Logan, basically the the villain of that movie. He was also Quinn in uh, the Predator. You might know him. Issa Rae, obviously, she's been in a bunch of stuff. And like I said, Jay Cameron, Jay Smith Cameron's uh, from Succession. So, but yeah, it's solid, solid movie. Um, yeah, Ashton Kutcher, he plays an interesting role in this, considering uh, he used to be such a big name, I feel like, you know? Yep. Uh, I think my favorite thing, well, I like The Ranch. It was good. And then the last couple seasons went, hey. But I liked him in um, that one movie he did. Butterfly Effect. I know a lot of people are like, what? He's trying to be serious? That movie was hella good. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that one. Um, yeah. But. He's good in this, too. Like, the performances are really good in this. I did really like it. But, like I said, solid. Seven, maybe even seven and a half out of ten. I would give this. All righty. Moving on. This is a new film that came out uh, this weekend. Uh, I saw it yesterday. This is 2022's Pearl. Uh, the story of how Pearl became the vicious killer seen in X. Uh, written and directed by Ty West. Also, uh, this one was also written by, co-written by Mia Goth. And this stars Mia Goth. The David Cronenweiss or Cronenweiss, uh, Alistair Swell, a uh, Emma Jenkins, Puro, Matthew Sun Sunderland, and Tandy Wright. Okay, if you guys remember my review on X, uh, that was back in March, because uh, that's when that film came out. This is the prequel to that film. So if you haven't seen X, watch that one before you watch this. It'll um, some people go, oh, you don't really need to see that one to see this since this is a prequel. No, you need to watch that one first. Watch them in the order they came out. That's the reason why Ty West put them out this way. Because an X was just crazy. <laughs> that was set in the late 70s, I believe. This one was set in the early 1900s. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, X was set in 1979. Pearl, I believe, was 1819, I think. Or I might be getting getting it wrong. I'm trying to find exactly. 1818 is when uh, that one took place, uh, this movie Pearl. Um, Mia Goth, uh, she she came back. From what I understand, uh, Ty West he shot uh, X and this one like back to back. It was all shot in New Zealand, and 
he was originally going to get someone else to play Pearl, but he asked her, he goes, do you want to keep doing this? Because um, Mia Goth did play Pearl in the first film. Uh, she was uh, much older. She actually played dual roles in the first film. She played um, uh, Maxine, and then she played Pearl as as an old woman. They just had to put all the makeup on her to make her old. Uh, but she was like, yeah, I'll do it. So she stuck around to do this one. Uh, X, out of the first, out of the films, I just bought X uh, yesterday. I need to watch it again. Um, that movie was awesome. That one was hella good. Definitely in my... <sighs> It's labeled horror as well as this one. It, there's horrific things in it, but I think X would be more of a horror film, kind of a slasher. This one was more a dramatic, a tad of slashing. And yes, there's some horrific stuff in this, but not your traditional horror film. Um, but this movie was awesome. Wasn't as good as X. But this movie was hella good. Um, I loved it. I mean, Mia Goth, I've seen her in things here and there. But if the Academy does, which they probably won't, don't look at this film and or anybody that gives out awards for, for acting, then you guys are missing out. Because I thought she killed it in this movie. Uh, no, no pun intended. <laughs> Um, she did awesome in the first film, but as far as acting, she went for it in this one with the the dramatic stuff uh, of what she did in the film. And there's this one, I think it was like seven minutes at the end when she's she's doing this big, huge dialogue. Oh, my God. It was just I couldn't believe what I was watching, uh, how good of a performance she did in this film. Because the camera is like really close on her face and she's just, I won't say what she was talking about, but she just starts spitting out her lines and it was, it, it was all one shot too. I don't know how many times they did it. It might've been a one, a one take thing. I don't know. Wait until uh, the, the making of this comes out, but oh my God, she did an amazing job. And the, then there was something she did at the end of the film. Where she just stared at the camera and smiled. They show it in the trailer. She has this weird smile. I don't know. It was like minutes of that smile. Crazy, creepy smile. Because she's just looking at the camera as the credits are rolling. And they're just rolling and rolling. And she's just smiling. It wasn't a freeze frame. It was like she. you could see her moving. And you see her eyes and her blinking. As, as it's going on, but oh man, but uh, this film, it was earlier stages in, in Pearl's life, like I said, set back in 18 or ni 1918, her husband went off to World War, it was World War One. he went off uh, to war, she's living with her parents, her mom and her dad, her dad is dealing with medical issues, he's basically uh, a vegetable, he's just sitting there, not doing anything, but her mom uh, she's German and she 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 speaks English as well as German and she's just basically not physically but mentally torturing her daughter by basically not letting her do anything and just these are my rules this is how you need to live in my house and uh, I believe Pearl she's probably 
19 at the youngest. Maybe, maybe she's in her 20s. But she's just trying to live her life and everything. But it's just like not a not a happy life that she's living. She has dreams of going other places. She has dreams of being. She loves going to the movies or the pictures is what she calls it. And she has just bigger hopes and dreams for herself. But she's stuck on this farm uh, helping take care of her dad and dealing with her crazy mom. And then all in between. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> but oh my god, uh, this movie was hella good. If you, if you, I, I didn't even know this movie was was coming because um, when I saw X, I just watched it by other means. <laughs> and um, someone had mentioned, "Did you guys see what happened at the end of the credits?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" So I went to YouTube, trusted YouTube. Somebody filmed it. It was the trailer for this film. So I was like, "Oh." Cool, and then I found out that they filmed X and this film back to back. So stick around for the when this film's over. Stick around for the end of the credits because there's something at the very very end. Uh, I didn't know that, but they don't really show anything. But it's I think this it's a trilogy. So there's another movie coming. I don't know exactly when will we get it uh, this year. We're only a couple months until uh, the, the year's over. I don't know. Maybe we'll get it at the beginning of 2023. But whatever, whatever, whenever it is, I'm definitely going to go see it because um, these first two films were amazing. X being my favorite. Pearl, awesome, awesome film. Um, I know people went in there just to see, oh, they thought it was like just a regular horror movie because of what she was doing in the first one. Don't expect all that. There is some in it, but don't expect just blood and chaos and gore. There, There is, but don't expect it as much as, as we got in, in X. The only thing about X, it took a while to get to. I think it was like that first hour was just like, this and that and that. And then I think the the last third act, fourth act, third act of the film went to uh, all the craziness of, of everything. But uh, both of these films are amazing. Again, watch X first before you see Pearl. So you can go rent it or buy it or, or whatever, however you watch your films. Um, but definitely, I think this one, I wish I would have saw X on the big screen. I didn't. Um, this one you need to see on the big screen because of the cinematography and it was basically all the chaos that happens in this film happens during the day. Like um, Midsommar, if you saw that one. It was all brightly lit, sun, everything. Uh, farmland, wherever this took place. Uh, again, it was all filmed in New Zealand, but it was supposed to be here in America. But it was just, I loved the cinematography the score in it was was amazing, and uh, my hat goes off to Mia Goth. I've seen uh, movies that she's been in, but I need to go back and watch more. I didn't realize how good uh, of an actor uh, that this young woman is. Um, uh, okay, I didn't see that one. I saw the first one. I guess she's not in the first one. That nymph- Nymphomaniac films, if you guys have seen those. Uh, Suspiria, the remake, I didn't watch that. Now I didn't know she was in it, so now I'm going to have to go back and watch it. But uh, I've seen some of the other things. Cure for Wellness, eh, I didn't really care for that film. Um, uh, 
the house. Did I see that? No. Mm. She's got more com- more films coming, but um, yeah, definitely uh, check her out. Uh, Cure for Wellness. Who else was in that? I know I saw it in the theater, thinking it was going to be uh, something else. Oh, what's his nuts? I hate him, but I went and saw the movie anyway. Uh, Dane DeHaan, uh, if you guys uh, are fans of him. Uh, Green Goblin in the... Uh, was that the first Amazing Spider-Man? Or the second one? Yeah. Yeah. How come he didn't come back? He knew who... Uh, did he not, See, we need, we're going to have to do a ESP Rewind. I don't even remember. Did, did he know... He was, uh, or Peter was Spider-Man? I think so. Yeah, see, I don't even remember that movie. Um, shout out to Andrew Garfield. I just rewatched um, No Way Home again. Oh, awesome, awesome film. Uh, I'm going to have to rewatch this one again. I know I saw it and I didn't really care for it. Uh, Cure for Wellness. I'm, I'm going to have to check it out again to check out her performance in it. But, all right, Pearl, Definitely go see it. Uh, Mia Goth, if you're listening, awesome, awesome film. I loved it. Her performance was just amazing in this film. Uh, Pearl is in theaters now. Again, watch X before you see this one. I know some people are saying, ah, you don't need to see that one to see this one. I'd, I'd watch it the way the director put them out. So he put them out for a reason in this order. So see it that way. But um, will this make... Uh, my top 10, if not an honorable mention, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to, uh, I want to see it again. Then I'll probably make my decision uh, then. But this film is amazing. This is something definitely you need to see on the big screen to enjoy what Ty West did for us. And just, it, it was glorious. I, I just, I loved it uh, on, on just how he presented his film. Um, if they bring back X in the theater, uh, I'll probably go see that uh, sometime. I hope they do. And if they bring, wait, when the third one comes out, they do three movies all in one shot. I'll go see them all. But this is an amazing, amazing film. And again, Mia Goth, awesome and amazing performance in this one. And as far as movies, that is it. Yep, you got that's it for else? me. Nope. Um, Star Wars. Well, I know you sent me yes. some about Andor because uh, that's coming uh, Wednesday. Or is it Wednesday? 20? It is Wednesday, and it's the first Tuesday. Episode. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday at uh, midnight. <laughs> right. It's the first three episodes of a 12-episode season. Uh, I did send you some of the early uh, reactions because they had a fan event uh, a couple days ago where they invited a bunch of people to come and see uh, the first three episodes. So uh, they all got an early taste. And it was interesting to see um, what they were saying, because they were uh, basically like that it's a slow burner, mature tone, huge ambitious scope, amazing cast, uh, compelling characters, but a lack of Easter eggs and nostalgia, which is also interesting because I saw just uh, recently here on uh, IGN that uh, Tony Gilroy, who uh, also was involved with the making of Rogue One, he was the showrunner for this. And he said that uh, we didn't want to do anything that was fan service. We 
never wants to have anything. The mandate in the very beginning was that it would be absolutely as non-cynical as it could be, that the show would just be real and honest. And actually, that actually has me a little bit excited, too, because for the most part, uh, for what we've got in Star Wars in the past, it's it's often dealt with some of the most important people in the galaxy and these like galaxy changers. And don't get me wrong, obviously, these uh, rebels, they're galaxy changers, but these are like the everyday people. So that's kind of a cool perspective uh, that it sounds like uh, Andor's coming with for this, you know? Well, I'm ready, and I will be there at midnight on uh, Tuesday. Unless you guys want to uh, drop it at 9, 9 o'clock. <laughs> if they drop it at 9, I'm there. But otherwise, um, I figure I'll just get up. The, I can't do three hours early, so I'm going to get up an hour earlier uh, than I normally do for my 5 a.m. shift. I'll get up at like 3 or something so I can watch the first. Um uh, a couple other interesting reviews I saw that actually had me hyped is because uh, I sent these to Jade, so I have them kept right here. Uh, somebody said, still thinking about Andor, and the best way I can describe it is if Star Wars was on HBO. It has a prestige quality to it. There's a confidence in the writing and the performances. It's more adult, and it will challenge you. And then somebody else wrote, I'm absolutely blown away by the audacity of Andor. We have often uh, said that Star Wars has always been political to counter people who would deny that fact. Well, this show is actively angry at the people denying it. It's audacious, timely, and raw, and exceedingly thoughtful, powerful work. So, some pretty uh, good reviews from uh, some uh, real people who got to see it early. <laughs> I'll wait till I see it. But if you guys didn't realize Star Wars was political from the beginning, come on, wake up. <laughs> they, they, I noticed that back in 77. Right, <laughs> I was only right. six years old. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew that going forward, and it just kept getting more and more as, as the films came along. I mean, even if yeah. you watch the, 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 the cartoons or the um, Clone Wars, same thing. And what was going on? Come on, guys, wake up. Um, they're, they're, <laughs> they're spoon feeding it to us. <laughs> and I'm enjoying right. every, every, every spoonful. So, right. um, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I'll, I'll be there. Um, will I watch all three? Depending on, I'll watch for at least two hours for sure. Depending on the way season or episode two ends that I have to rush and watch episode three. Cause the, yeah, it'll be like three in the morning <laughs> by the time I get to that. Well, one, yeah, so. and that's when I'm going to start. Probably is probably around like three fifteen or something, or no, three twenty-five, because <sighs> I, start. I normally right. get up at four twenty-five, so that'll give me the hour to uh, to check it out. I did that actually once before for Mandalorian, and I was quite groggy through it, but uh, I gotta, I gotta do it. I got to do it. <laughs> I'll be up. So I'll have to take me a power nap <laughs> so I can right. stay up. At least, stay, at least stay up to at least two. Um, there is a new picture. of Kenobi, uh, dropped, Kenobi dropped early. So hopefully they do the same with this. That would be cool. Well, they dropped Kenobi it early dropped. because it, it was that celebration. 
That's why right. that dropped early. Right. There's right, nothing. There's right. nothing going on. So because That's they wanted true. to, they wanted to watch it with the fans right. at a decent hour, not at midnight. So that that was right. the reason they dropped that early. Yeah. But there is yeah. a new picture of uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, Ahsoka. So we've already oh, seen yeah. what she looks like. So I mean. Right. Well, and then really to go into, but uh, she's awesome. I think I said this before. They picked uh, the right actor to play Ahsoka uh, in the in the later years. Uh, she was awesome in Mandalorian, and uh, we'll see forward on uh, what's uh, where she goes because we she is a new newer newish to the Star Wars universe since that first Clone Wars movie uh, that came out. And then uh, as it went forward with uh, the other the other shows in it, but as far as live action, this will be the first time we see her in her own series. Is this after uh, Mandalorian? It might be um, because one thing that was really interesting, I was very excited to see this image come out of uh, D23. Uh, if you saw the end of Rebels, um, it it ends with Sabine talking about like that they were on uh, the planet Lethal and they were waiting like for this Imperial attack, but what they were waiting for never happened. And she talks about um, the Rebels' decisive victory at the Battle of Endor, and that uh, she's still waiting to you know she needs to find what happened to Ezra. Um, and she looks at a, col- uh, like a mural on the wall of the characters from rebels. And it looks like where rebels ended is where Ahsoka might be starting. And that's very exciting because, uh, she's talking all about that. And she touches the picture on the wall of all of them. And she turns around and Ahsoka is by the ship and she leaves with Ahsoka and that's how rebels ended. So it's very exciting that that's where this appears to be picking up. All right. Well, we uh, be ready for that. When does that come out? That comes out next year. I'm pretty sure Mandalorian season three hits first. Uh, we're at least getting three Star Wars shows next year. Uh, Mandalorian season three, Ahsoka, and uh, Skeleton Crew with Jude Law. Um, at the time of D23, they were two weeks into filming uh, Skeleton Crew. So that I don't know if they showed a clip, but I saw some pictures that were going around of Jude Law in the Skeleton Crew. So that should be pretty interesting. That's a more like uh, normal people in the universe. I guess they're like scavengers in the Star Wars universe. All right. So we we at least get those shows here. Oh, and Bad Batch slipped to next year. Bad Batch was originally coming out here at the end of the month, but they pushed it to uh, the very start of next year. It comes out at the very start of January. So Bad Batch Season 2 and then Tales of the Jedi is a series of shorts that comes out in October. So uh, hopefully they're longer than the I Am Groot shorts. (laughs) That's my only request for... uh, these tales of the Jedi. <laughs> Ooh, we shall see. As far as just regular Star Wars news, that 
again, Andor is the only big thing. Uh, we'll go into it more uh, next episode uh, after we watch. Uh, It'll everything. basically be Star Wars moment. <laughs> yeah, so we'll really dive into those three episodes. Who knows? Maybe it might be its own episode. We'll see. But either way, yeah, yeah we're excited. We're excited for that. And as far as anything Star Wars, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything sure. else. But um, we already Pick did sports. We, we did almost an hour of sports for you guys. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Collecting is like where we're. It's fun to cover live like that. That reminded me of uh, I've done a few times into Warriors games that turned out quite exciting. So that I did for uh, NBA check-in. So that was cool because we had a walk-off fumble return touchdown. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yep. But on to collecting to start out a little early uh, with the horror stuff. But this is the last thing that I picked up. I actually got it for my birthday. My grandson's got it for me. This is the uh, Hot Topic exclusive for Funko Pop, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface. I thought I had the regular one of this new mold of him uh, with the chainsaw, and I don't. <laughs> so um, I need to get that one. Uh, I know it's, it's still out there. I'm going to a horror convention pretty soon, so I'm going to look for it and probably just pick it up there. It, it's still out in the wild. It's they didn't vault it or anything, so I got to get that one. But I did notice that the the first uh, mold of Leatherface, I didn't really care for it how it looked, but Leatherface, and I, I got it. Um, there is a bloody chase one, and I am not paying that price for it. I didn't even know they came out with that one, but um, I do see the uh, China knockoffs. I've been watching videos uh, on YouTube about people ordering uh, pops from China, and they all come in the boxes are smashed at, to at, to some degree. I just <laughs> the multiple videos I watched, everyone's like, I hate the way they send these. They they don't pack. They just throw them in a box. They don't even put no packing stuff around it or anything. They just put it in a box and send it to America. Um, there is you can notice the differences on them. I mean, I don't have any of the the knockoff ones. I want one just. To have one, I really want that Jason one. I don't care that it's fake. I just want it <laughs> for my Jason collection. Um, but this one's cool. I love the mold. Uh, he's got the blood spatter on his uh, his little uh, his apron. He's uh, he's got the mallet. This is the the scene when he comes out in, um, in the first film when he knocks that dude out uh, with the mallet uh, and then he drags him into the back. So I love uh, I love this mold. Not as much as the. Uh, the molds from uh, the other Hot Topic ones. The um, uh, shout out to Rachel and then the Zisu here are the ones that came in those horror boxes. That one I liked how Leatherface looked in that the the dinner Leatherface in the tuxedo and the uh, the makeup all over its face all over its face. And I even got the chase one, the the bloody one. So I think that's awesome. But this one, this is a cool mold. I got. I'm glad I got. It. I did again. Shout out to Rachel. I, sh I asked her if she had any more of these, and she said they didn't. So I had to. Uh, I had to order this one, or my grandson's order for me, <laughs> and they gave it to me for my birthday. So that was cool. I love this one. Um, that's all that I have. I don't have. Looking around the room, no, I didn't really get out. And get anything else. I've I've been looking at all the places I go, and it's 
nothing. It's just, I guess if you're not there um, on Tuesdays when they're stocking the shelves and you don't get anything. Oh, oh uh, I did pick up something yesterday. I went into Best Buy to pick up uh, my copy of X and I did not know that they uh, did another re-release of uh, Halloween Kills, the, the Best Buy exclusive, the Steelbook. I got one and I was so happy. Uh, this is a film that came out last year. Um, get ready for Halloween ends. Uh, we'll be doing that for 31 days of horror. Um, and I really, really wanted this one. I was so bummed. I missed the pre-orders. And then when it came out, I didn't think the way everyone was hating on it. I didn't think no one was going to get it. So I didn't, I didn't pre-order. So I'm pre-ordering Halloween ends as soon as that hits. Um, but this one's cool. I'm glad I got it. I love the cover. I did not want to pay. I almost pulled the trigger and paid 80 for it. Uh, on eBay, I'm glad I didn't because I just got this uh, regular price. It's awesome, cool. It's awesome steelbook. Uh, Jay, not Jason. Um, Michael Myers on the cover. Halloween Kills. I didn't open it yet, so I, I need to rewatch this one. I want to watch uh, the first one uh, as well, um, the one that came out before this one. But yeah, Halloween Ends comes out pretty soon. Um, I think some people had already seen it and but and everyone just keeping quiet about it. I'm going to enjoy it no matter what. I've uh, been um with this series from from the very beginning, so uh, I'm all, I'm all in and I loved uh the first two films. Out of the first two, Halloween Kills was to me was the best one cuz it it said it in the title, Halloween Kills, man. That was just tons of uh, the body count was probably the hugest in this one out of all the movies in, in the Halloween series. So we'll see how the next one goes. Um, I predict that Laurie Strode is going to die uh, in the next one. Because um, from what I understand, there's going to be more Halloween films. And I'm, I, I hate it might be just a rumor. But. Don't call it Halloween ends if you're going to keep it going. Maybe it might just be the end of Laurie Strode. That's why I kind of have a feeling that she's going to die. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll know in a, in a few weeks uh, when it comes out. But, yeah, as far as collecting, those are the only two things uh, that I got. What did you get? Had a couple pretty good pickups this week uh, in the mail. I got Reva, the third uh, sister, the Walmart exclusive. Uh, it's interesting when you get the pre-orders in on those for the Walmart exclusive online. Um, they send them with a pop stack uh, alongside them. So that's pretty interesting little bonus. Um, it's not much more. I think it's it's still like uh, only like 15 or something like that. And you get the pop stack and the pop. So uh, pretty good deal considering, um, I often don't even use the pop stacks on the, the, the pops they send me to use them on like chases or things like that. But, uh, the, uh, Padme, Amidala, power of the force, the, uh, Amazon exclusive that, uh, recently arrived. Uh, I found Amit, from Moon Knight at Target the other day. Uh, I also found the uh, exclusive uh, Miss Marvel one, but I uh, had too 
punch in my hand and I dropped him and I dented the box and I didn't like to paint jobs on the rest. So uh, wait for that one to come in the mail. It's interesting when you do the pre-order from Target, I almost always will see it first at my local store. And I'm like, what the heck? Like my pre-order is still just sitting waiting online and here it is right in the store. So most of the time I end up just picking it up locally and then canceling the pre-order. But, uh, this time I won't, <laughs> this time I'll just wait for that one. So, and lastly, uh, pretty excited cause I didn't know if it would arrive in time. I heard they were having a lot, a little bit of production problem with the, the Halloween pops this year, but the entertainment earth exclusive, uh, goofy, uh, glow in the dark. He's in Halloween gear. He's like in a skeleton outfit and he's got, uh, he's holding, uh, a pumpkin, uh, trick or treat pail. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, just like Nez does, uh, 31 days of horror. I also do, um, uh, a whole Halloween themed month uh of my funko pop photography i do a, a photo every day anyway but uh, uh for halloween month i always like to uh do halloween themed photos and those are always really fun and then and i have a long many years standing tradition i think i'm going to my like seventh or eighth year of uh, what i call the halloween pop party and uh, i have a host for it every year and i think i just found my new host this year uh Amit from moon Knight, uh she's got pretty good detail i like the way she's got her hands out uh, looks like a pretty good pop party host so perfect <laughs> all righty um was that it yeah yeah that's it uh i've unboxed uh man thing on my desk because it appears that he is going to be in Werewolf by Night. Are you excited for that? Hmm. Just give me his own show. Don't tease me with a second of him. I, I, I've loved Man Thing since I was a kid. Uh, that movie sucked. <laughs> the one they made. Um, just just give me a, a TV show. Or, or a movie. I don't know. but just, eh, We'll yeah. see. How long, how long is that anyway? The... Um, Probably it's probably going to be an hour because it's not long enough that they're not calling it a movie. So it's not even an hour and a half. We know that, but they're not calling it a short either. So my guess is it's somewhere between like 40, 50 minutes. If I had to guess, um, also people have discovered that the TVA, uh, from Loki seemed to appear in the, the trailer too. So uh, watching it back a second time, I did see them, the TVA. <laughs> All right. All righty. We're on to uh, random recommendations. We already did sports to kick yeah. the whole show off with that. Um, I am going to 1978. This is on HBO Max um, to Damien Omen 2. Damien, the devil's child of the Omen, is back in this spine-tingling 1978 sequel. Um, I love this film. I'm not going to go into it because uh, wait till next month for uh, 31 Days of Horror because I am going to go into it. So um, 
you guys want to listen, if you haven't seen the film yet, watch it before you listen to the episode. So I won't spoil it for any because I'm going to run through the whole thing. <laughs> so, but uh, I loved out of the Omen films, the the first three, uh, Omen, the Omen Two, and the Final Conflict. This one was my favorite. I love the Omen. Don't get me wrong, but I thought this one, uh, one was awesome uh, when uh, Damien actually finds out who he is. And that's about all I'm going to say. But yeah, it's streaming on HBO Max. Damien Omen Two. All right. Uh, for me, I guess I should probably do a two for one because one of them uh, you might have a hard time watching. Um, uh, my mom, though, she, uh, I guess I'll mention it here. She uh, has access, you know, I obviously uh, got her on as part of the, the prime thing, but uh She's been known to, while browsing, just uh, click what she wants to see regardless. So she's uh, enacted a couple of subscriptions a few times of where I had to then come in and cancel and like trying not to run up the bill. But uh, she did <laughs> get access to stars. So I've got stars for a month and uh, vertical limit is on stars and the reason i'm bringing that up is because i picked up the vhs of it when we were uh, on our ben trip to see heim and the last blockbuster store i bought uh, vertical limit on vhs mainly because uh during the warriors playoff run there's a scene where a character yells avalanche and when the warriors would go on a big run it became like the internet thing to to play that clip from that scene avalanche so uh I have a VCR somewhere, but obviously it's not hooked up right now, so I'm not watching it that way. So I figured at least I have access to stars right now. I'll uh, check it out on that. But uh, going to something more easily accessible for everybody, um, I do love the Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law, Sherlock Holmes, and that's on Netflix. I've been waiting forever for them to do the third one. I keep hearing about it. It feels like every year, yeah, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, but... Uh, I don't know if they are ever really going to do it. Uh, let's look it up real quick to see if they are. Because I, I I loved uh, both the uh, 2009 version and then they did uh, Game of Shadows, which I thought was good, but uh, people didn't seem to be as crazy about. And then, yeah, it says here, Sherlock Holmes 3 is still in pre-production with no known date. So... I hope they do it at some time because it says filming almost took place at the end of 2016, but Robert Downey Jr. wasn't able due to his commitment to the Marvel franchise. <laughs> well, that's over for now, unless uh, he appears in uh, Ironheart. Um, if you know the Ironheart comics, you know uh, Tony Stark appears in hologram form in that. So that'd be kind of cool if uh, at least one time. Uh, he did that for the Iron Heart series. All right. Um, vertical limit. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. we we did say we were gonna um, do a, um, a ESP rewind on that one, so I forgot all about it until you brought it up. Yeah, I have stars, so yeah, watch it, dude. We'll we'll knock that one out. Hopefully yeah, before let's do it. October. Let's do it. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Watch it soon, because I'm going to watch it later tonight. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, I'll uh, our, do the same. Yeah, all right. 
Uh, my track this week is from uh, the band Dead Kennedys. I'm going to go back to 1981. Uh, this is off uh, their EP in God We Trust, Inc. And this is uh, Nazi Punk's Fuck Off. Um, I love this song. <laughs> Uh, I love when they play it. It always gets the crowd really hyped. Uh, shout out to Dead Kennys. They represent the Bay Area. And uh, Jello is not the singer anymore. But if you ever get to see Jello perform, he does uh, do a version of this. Uh, from last time that I saw something, his version was um, Nazi Trump. Fuck off. <laughs> so I thought that was awesome. But if you guys seen that film, uh, The Green Room, uh when those guys were playing in that club, it was some neo-Nazi uh, skinhead club. Uh, they played this song. <laughs> they did a cover of Nazi Punk's Fuck Off. Uh, the song's only like uh, a minute long, so it's an awesome. It's a really fast, upbeat uh, song. Again, it's only a minute long, so <laughs> uh, I love this track. Um, just look it up on YouTube and, and check it out. It's give you a minute of uh, your time. But uh, I really, really love this song. It's an awesome song. And uh, last time I saw Dead Kennedys when they played in Reno a few years ago, man, they they had the crowd moving uh, for this one. And we all just ah piled up as front close to the front of the stage as we could, and we were all we were all singing. So awesome song, uh, the Dead Kennedys, Nazi punks, fuck off. Quantum Leap comes out tomorrow. What do you think uh, about that? Uh, I watched the first episode. Yeah, I'll try it. I, my hopes are way low, though. And now I heard uh, Scott Bakula said he's not even going to come for it. So that's a that would have been something. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Peacock, right. is that what it's on or uh, Paramount? Peacock. All right. The cock. <laughs> yeah. To Joel's comment. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, my track, I'm going to go with uh, all the way back to 1991 and Blur's Leisure album and the track There's No Other Way. Uh, love Blur and uh, love that track. There's No Other Way from 1991. I I probably heard it. I need to listen to. to oh sure, to, I'm sure you have. It's, was it a hit? 1991. There's no other way. Was it a hit? Yes. As far as um, Blur's concerned, yes. <laughs> it's one of their bigger songs for sure. Yeah, listen to it real quick. All right. Yeah, yeah I heard the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I heard I heard this song. Um, I was thinking of another song of theirs, whatever their biggest hit is. But song number uh, two is their biggest track. Ever. Yeah, that's that's I didn't know the name of it, but once you said the title, but yeah. All right, boys and girls, that's gonna be it this episode. Uh, now three hours. Uh, give you almost an hour of sports or forty-five uh -huh. minutes. So, um, that's a first for East Society. So. Uh, yeah. we, we didn't give you we didn't give you a half hour of Big Brother. But speaking of Big Brother, go over to Anchor and listen to the next uh, live feed that we do. Live feed uh, so listen, yeah, listen to this before you listen to that. So, but um, <laughs> we got more coming for you guys next week, and get ready for Thirty One Days of Horror that will be starting in a couple weeks. Uh, 
October 1st at midnight, we'll drop the, the first episode. Um, Mike, Brian, uh, the Zisu, of course, and whoever else I get to, to come on. Oh, uh, Taylor's going to come on. We're going to do a movie that he suggested, uh, Taylor's Choice for 31 Days of Horror. Um, I think it's called Drive Through. Never heard of it, but the trailer looked cool. He says it's dumb, but who knows? Maybe I'll probably like it. So, but I've never seen it, <laughs> much less heard of it. <laughs> so, uh, we'll check that out. Uh, but with that, everyone, just come back next week for more. Be safe out there, and we'll see you guys next time. So, until then, party! Oh, uh, go over to um, T Public and get a uh, the new uh, ESP design. Is up. I think I said it last. I think I said it last week. But again, just go over there and get a an, uh, a new show, East Society shirt. If you guys already got the the first one, uh, get the new one. Represent for us everywhere you go. And um, follow us on Instagram at East Society Podcast. Still working on that, but it's still there. Follow them at Magnez Pod. Uh, follow the at the Zisu. Um, follow us, East Society Pod, on TikTok. Like our YouTube page. Again, pick up a T-shirt at Tee Public. Go down in the show notes, and the link is there for it. Uh, shout out to Mixlot Beat Productions for our intro and outro. Been like that for years. Thank you so much. Going over to Mixlot Beat's uh, website. It's down on the website or down in the show notes. Uh, hit up his music and help him out. Uh, he's been helping us out this whole time for free. <laughs> so thank you so much uh, on that uh, for the intro and everything and outro as well. But yeah, again, with that, everyone be safe out there and come back next week. So till then, again, party on. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society. Yeah.